Building a brand through Instagram is one of the easiest ways to earn instant credibility with potential customers and sprouting key relationships. Many people only spend seconds on your profile before making a decision to stay or leave. This is why first impressions are crucial. On today's episode, we're going to dive deep into how you can turn your profile into something that gives viewers a beautiful picture of which you can be proud of. But before we get into that, an audible I just finished that I highly recommend is The Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. This book explains how great leaders create environments in which people naturally work together to do remarkable things. If you want to build a life where you can have true time freedom, you will likely have to build a team of people that work together towards a common goal. And this book will teach you just how to do that. Now, on episode 63, we are joined by the incredible Stefania Logato. I first saw Stefania after she gave an incredible talk in front of thousands of people regarding building your brand through Instagram. Stefania has been in the direct sales field for most of her life and has reached ranks where she sees half a million dollars a month sometimes with a team that stretches in over a hundred countries. She has this gift for empowering all people, but specifically enjoys empowering young women to unlock their inner lady boss badass. In this episode, we discuss how to identify your niche and market to them, using Instagram as a tool for growth and not a tool for distraction, developing purpose behind your work so you never have to work a day in your life. And as always, you can watch this podcast with Stefania and I live on YouTube. And if you find this content valuable, we ask you to like, comment, and share the good vibes. Now, without further ado, episode 63, let's jump into it. We're live here with the incredible Stefania Logato. How are you doing? Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm doing great. I'm from Dubai right now. So for me, it's morning. I guess for you is what? Nine, nine o'clock yeah, in, nine, uh, in the evening. Yes. Nine so o'clock. It's like 12 hours difference. <laughs> right. Early morning for you, late night for us. But that's the benefit of building a business online and having unlimited access to the internet. You can connect with anyone in the world. And I, I mean, you're, you're up bright and early. I, one thing you mentioned when we were talking on the phone earlier is, you know, you don't need caffeine. You're just naturally just jazzed <laughs> up. Have you always been like that? Yeah. Always been like that. My nickname was tornado when I was a little child because I was being full of energy and uh, yeah, I actually, I didn't even have coffee yet. I've just been drinking water. I will have coffee later, but I'm, I'm totally fine. <laughs> I'm like this all the time tornado all right everyone needs a nickname like tornado that's just gonna get the, get the blood moving and your whole career has been pretty amazing i i first you know just for the listeners i first met you because i actually saw you speak at a, a massive convention and uh, you crushed it talking about instagram Thank talking you. about different tips for growing your influence and and posting content that resonates with the audience and just overall being able to tell the truth, live your truth. And you do such a good job at that. So first of all, bravo on that. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I loved it. I love to give content. I love to share uh, my heart to people and being authentic and honest because I believe that today people have access to so many things and, and they can tell if you're fake. They can tell if you're not being honest and i love to empower and work with women so yeah right now i'm using my instagram i just started my tiktok as well because i 
heard so many speakers saying that we should start that as well. So let's see how that, how that goes. But I believe in building online as offline as well, both things uh, at the same time. Yeah, TikTok seems to be the next wave. Everyone's getting jazzed up about it. And I mean, if you, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, you can basically create these you know, short clips with music mm. over them. It's a ton of fun. And I think it's interesting that families are all getting to do it. You know, like a lot of times on no. Facebook, you don't see you know, parents and their kids vibing together. But on TikTok, it's like this, everyone's down to, to do it together. It's pretty cool. In, in the beginning, it looked more like a teenager, uh, like children uh, app. And, and more and more the parents were on Facebook and, you know, the boomers, like my, my, my kids say Facebook is for boomers now and, and they're all, all moving into TikTok. But honestly, now you see grown-ups joining as well. And I've been following lots of, uh, you know, lots of experts and they said that sooner or later it's gonna grow more and more and more. So I'm just trying. I mean, I don't even know how to use it yet. I just made a... Uh, a, a video last night my son is editing for me because I don't know how to use yet the whole apps but I'm paying him for that so yeah he got a job now my he, I pay him for every video I give him $20 for his TikTok videos so it's cool <laughs> putting, putting your kids to work there's a there's a golden nugget right there always another child the oldest one is taking care of our uh you know j office which is our you know where we do all the calculations and he's taking care of other private things for their job of course i have three boys and and they have to earn their pocket money I mean, i'm not just i'm not just gonna give them money i have to work to make money so why shouldn't they <laughs> you mentioned just the come up when you're younger you had a very different childhood for a lot of people and you've kind of went through this roller coaster what seems like this up and down and it definitely seems to have kind of painted who you are today. Could you touch a yes. little bit on, on how you became who you are, you know, sort of your pre-college, college and, and what happened yes. after college? So I'm Italian. Uh, but when I was 14, uh, I decided, not, my parents didn't send me there, but I decided that I wanted to go to boarding school in Switzerland because I had a few friends where their parents were divorced and they went there. And I went to the school with very wealthy and, and you know, rich kids. And, um, and I, I definitely, I, there I, I understood the power of connection, of networking, your, your friendships. And, and I mean, I did it all out of love and no, no interest, but then I realized how, well, you know, how cool it was to have friends with a private plane and how cool it was to go to that wedding. And, and uh, so I was very uh, highly connected, but which did not really help at the end in my network marketing connections because none of them joined my business when I started. Uh, but, uh, but still, it gave me a millionaire mindset, which I believe it totally helped me um, later on in my career not to limit myself. Because I believe so many people, um, when you speak to them about big numbers, they think, oh, that's not for me. Oh, no, that's not possible. Or they are afraid to even make more than $10,000 a month. And that upbringing, uh, you know, instead really, really helped me to have a big, uh, you know, a big mindset. Uh, another thing that really helped me was because it was an international boarding school, uh, I was able to learn how to live with Japanese and how to live with Americans, how to live with South Africans. And that really helped me to adjust to different cultures, which today having a big team in 117 countries definitely helped me. 
And it also made me very independent because if you leave home when you're 14, I still had my parents backing me up, but I still had to, you know, fight my, myself around with different peoples. And so it was, uh, it was cool. Uh, but that wasn't always like, and then I met my high school sweetheart. I met him. We got married. We had three kids. But when we had a tough divorce, when we divorced, I found myself in a real big financial struggle. And if all your life, if you are always, well, you're not pretty comfortable, uh, it was very hard to find myself from, you know, having a good, comfortable lifestyle to being completely broke. Literally to the point that I didn't have enough money to go to the supermarket. Uh, my parents um, didn't like, accept the fact that we divorced. Um, you know, they, they, were, they wanted me to go back anyway, even though, there was some, um, some, you know, I don't want to say it anymore, so I'm not going to say it because I promise <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, even though it was hard, I mean, it, some people know the story because I said it in the past, but now we are friends and, you know, we all forgave each other, so I don't want to talk about it anymore. But let's right. say that I didn't have my dad backing me up and I didn't have my ex-husband backing me up financially, so I had to, I was completely on my own. Yeah. And, and you're on your own and you're like, oh man, kind of the, the ships get cut from you and you don't know a life like that. So you really have to jump on your feet and utilize all these skills to start connecting and networking. And you didn't just use those skills. I mean, you went ripped through the ranks. I mean, what you're doing now is what most people can't even fathom. What do you think makes you such a good networker on top of just knowing all these different cultures? I think Really, and I don't want to sound cheesy, but that I really do care about people and I love people. And it's not about me, but it's about empowering and helping others. Of course, I know that by doing that, I also get financially free. But many people know the story of the night when I was reaching, you know, top, top, top rank in my company. And instead of worrying about closing my rank i was all concerned about closing the smaller people smaller people you know my top leaders ranks as well and um and people were like but stefania what about you what about you i'm like yeah, yeah yeah i'm coming so like you know in our company they're very strict if you don't close the rank um that night it doesn't matter you know one minute later you're done so literally i did i did everybody else rank i helped them to do it until two minutes before and then right on the last minute i took care of my you know, of the end of my rank. And, um, and that remained a little bit in the history because many people witnessed that. Um, uh, but it's just the way I am. And I believe it, uh, and I believe that it definitely helped me in my career because people didn't feel I was taking advantage of them, but I was actually helping them. Right. And, and you talked about being able to paint a much bigger picture. Like yes. when you mentioned with your husband, when you first met him, you know, he was crushing it in life, you know, making a very healthy, significant income. Yeah. But you feel like you guys but, really complimented each other. Yes, because, uh, you know, Daniel comes from a, a humble background. And you can imagine, you know, a, a boy from, from the countryside of Germany, uh, his friends you know, are all like uh, school teachers and, you know, like his parents, like he always tells the story. Very amazing, amazing people, but very simple. So he's hitting the $10,000, $15,000 a month. Of course, he's totally happy. And I mean, it is a lot of money. Don't take me wrong. But he's like, he's thinking, I made it. I'm at the top of the world. And then I come in the picture and I didn't make him feel bad at all. But when he told me, hey, you know, let's move to Dubai. I'm like, well, you know, 
I'm making $3,000, you're making $15,000. We have three boys. In Dubai, you need to pay rent, you need to pay schools before. Uh, honestly, I don't think we really, you know, and it's very expensive. So we are not rich enough to really move there comfortably. And, you know, I still have to pay some debts that I was left with my divorce. I don't think I can come. And it's like, all of a sudden, he says, the reality hits him. And I'm like, well, the truth is, that I need to think bigger. I have a family now. I I have a wife. At the time, you know, I didn't grow my business yet. So we both really went to work. And, and it wasn't only about the money. It was really about building a legacy, building something that it was going to last forever. So we really worked hard, hard to the point that sometimes we didn't see each other for a month. But we really went and worked, worked, worked super hard. And today, I would say we have quite, quite, a, quite an amazing big team all over the world. Yes. Yeah. And you, you mentioned you started thinking bigger. Do you think that there's a certain aspect to that statement that people can self-discover? Like, what do you think makes people start to think bigger? Is it something you're born with or something you kind of figure out as you go? Uh, I think in my case, I was born with it. And in Daniel's case, they figure it out. So in both ways, uh, you can do it. Uh, in my case, I wouldn't know how to get, you know, it, for me, it was normal to go shopping and buy a, a $1,000 dress when I was a child. So I saw my mom doing it. Uh, you know, my friends were going shopping sometimes in the afternoon for $20,000. And I felt if I'm spending $3,000, i am being a good girl. So it was like a different surrounding, which brought me up that way. Daniel, instead, he learned it on, you know, growing up. Uh, but I, I was very, one of the reasons why it made, me, it made me fall in love with Daniel was because finally I saw a self-made guy and not somebody that just had money because the parents had money and they were just spoiled. And many times these kids, because they don't have a purpose and a goal in their lives, they end up into drugs, they end up into wasting their parents' money. So I, I was super happy to see the network marketing world, which gave opportunity to everyone to really, uh, you know, grow and grow their, their income, grow their network, networks. And, and uh, to see Daniel like that, it really, really made me fall in love and, and build something together and not, uh, you know, be the, you know, just born into it like I was at the beginning. Yeah, I think my favorite aspect of just this whole networking world is there's nothing better than just being surrounded by people you love and enjoy that are your friends. You know, something I would love to do is throw dinner parties. I think everybody should throw yes. dinner parties. It's yes. very simple. You know, throw a little potluck. Everyone makes something. Invite everyone you can yes. over to your house. Maybe even have them bring a friend. This could be a yeah. good way for you to just meet and network more people. I mean, me moving out to Santa Monica, California, there's so much opportunity around me. But it's just around me if I'm not out there taking advantage of it, meeting and networking. So I took hey. a look. Yeah. So I took a page out of your book with that. And I just think that it, that whole profession of direct sales is a great way to meet people. But there are so many amazing ways to generate an income in today's society. You know, building a business online, e-commerce, real estate, totally. whatever you're doing. I, you've totally. I mean, we took our network marketing money and we invested in real estate. And now we have apartments and houses uh, being rented. And that's another way of having a passive income. Um, you know, we, we are investing our money in different ways. I was brought up with businessmen doing the traditional business all the time. And they are, uh, you know, ups and downs in every business. You know, I don't like when people say, oh, network marketing, 
is the only way. No, network marketing is a great way. I love it. Uh, you know, with a very small investment, you can build a huge team and a, and a huge and a huge income. But on the other hand, it's also good to take this money and and invest it in in different things. You know, do, do not only depend on one source of income. Yeah, having multiple streams of income is definitely a lifesaver for so much people. But you know, a lot of people are working a nine to five, and they're you know they're doing fine in their life and or or they're struggling whatever it is but they don't have the time when they get home to you know even take that hour or two what do you think we can do to kind of condition ourselves to utilize that time more effectively because we all have time right you know we're scrolling through exactly that's what i wanted to say that's what i want to say i think so many people today waste their time in front of netflix on social media unless you are being proactive but you know many times just uh, I look at my parents that are now are older and they definitely worked all their lives. And today, you know, they are, you know, they are just scrolling with their finger, checking Facebook, checking their grandchildren. And, and honestly, uh, you know, so much time is wasted on, on those applications and on, on Netflix. So I believe that if you don't have time to really do anything, then you should change what you're doing because who, you know, time is, so important time for me is is priceless because time is what gives you time with your loved ones what gives you time to take care of yourself so um i think there is no excuse i think that if you're driving your way back home you can you know be on the phone with your headphones and uh, and talk to 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 build your business when you come home turn off the tv and call the people when you are doing you know i don't know i'm multitask uh, and I think women are very good at it. But when you, you know, when I'm cleaning up the house, when I'm cooking, I am many times on the phone. And um, I believe we can do that and change our lives instead of keep on doing it what you hate to do. If you love what you're doing, then keep on doing what you're doing. But if you don't, you need to take action to change that. Yeah, that multitasking tip is is huge there. Just when you're cooking and you're on your AirPods or, you know, whatever type of headphones that are sitting on your ears, it just makes everything so much better. It makes it feel better. It makes you feel more productive. It makes the time go by. You're doing dishes. You're doing laundry. You could be on the phone. You could be talking to someone, connecting. You know, my roommate the other day said, you know, I have an issue with just keeping in touch with people that don't live near me, you know, like long distance friends. And I was mentioning to her, I'm like, you know, as long as you have a foundation with somebody, you know, a lot of the times, you know, a call once a year is enough just to keep that relationship going, you know? So making sure you're staying creative by reaching out to people in a creative way that shows that you care is going to go a long way in just that the world of, of connections. But I want to touch into your expertise in the Instagram world. You know, first of all, what fascinates you with Instagram? I love to look at beautiful pictures. And I, I know one thing that I love to look is um, places to go and visit through Instagram because I think they're much better than some agencies to see, you know, the stories of uh, the bloggers. I love, I love Instagram. It's, you know, just, you know, giving me... Uh, overall uh, tips on my favorite makeup, hair dude. I learned so much from it. You know, I'm a woman. I learned about the hair. I learned about the makeup. I learned about the traveling, about the fashion. Uh, honestly, um, I just think it's a beautiful um, app. It's a beautiful social media platform. And um, I like the authenticity that you have in the stories. 
and how people can talk there and show themselves there. But I also love to see the beautiful pictures, um, which I know sometimes might be, you know, retouched or with presets, but it doesn't matter. It's like art. I love art. So Yeah. What can people do to utilize Instagram to help build their business as a more effective tool for building their brand and generating leads? Obviously, it depends on your fields and what you're doing. Uh, you know, if you were someone that wanted to be a, a blogger, then you would have to choose which niche you want to, uh, you know, talk to and, to, you know, what is it, you know, you will have to travel and go to places and start to take so much nice pictures and tell people which restaurants to go and what restaurant to, to you know, and what hotels to stay. And, uh, but it all depends. In my case, uh, the, way my, the way I brand myself is to empower women I especially talk to moms, but also to younger women. I want to give them the bigger vision to believe in themselves. I give them tips on fashion and, and beauty. And um, so it really depends. But one thing is for sure, you need to give, okay? People will not follow you just to make you happy. People will follow you because they need something from you. So you need to give people something first in order for them to follow you back and be there and become your fans and then it's awesome because somehow if i don't post for two days i have tons of people writing me uh, what happened to you are you fine are you okay and and it's great because it's like oh my goodness people miss me and it's like it has become like a stronger than tv and and i mean i think i have about 155,000 followers so it's not like you know i can't imagine what people that have tons of more followers than me wow it must be hunted with messages because i have so many messages every day and i try to answer uh to all of them i try yeah i love that you mentioned with saying giving you know that's actually one of my intentions for 2020 i'm gonna try to give more in the form of gifts in the form of gratitude uh because like you mentioned you need to give to receive right you need to comment on your friends if they're going to comment on you you know you yes. need to be a team player and that's what happens if you're the if you're the person that sends out the christmas cards all of a sudden you got them coming back your way it's kind of funny yes. though sometimes when like someone sends you a christmas card and you're like ah oh, damn you just feel guilty you're like oh sh yeah I didn't send them no Christmas card. Like, this is this is awkward, right? You're like, all right, next I year I got you. <laughs> but I gotta do it. I it's like I got some Christmas cards even in the hotel where I was at Christmas, which means that people took the time to find out if I was gonna be in Dubai or if I was gonna be in uh, Kitzbühel in Austria in a ski place. And I was shocked to see uh, people writing us there. I mean, you know, I came back home to Dubai and I had a few cards here, but to find you know, to take the time to find out where I was, where we were going to be at Christmas. Wow. That was touching. And um, yeah, I, I felt guilty. I honestly use social media to wish everybody Merry Christmas, but I didn't send any Christmas cards. I was traveling the whole month of December. I don't have my assistant anymore because she cannot keep up with me. There is no assistant that can keep up with me. So I couldn't do it. I didn't have enough time really. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that you mentioned finding your niche on Instagram, you know, talking to the type of people you're looking to talk to. Like your whole thing is you're empowering women, specifically young women on, you know, being coming their best, dreaming big and, and really stepping into their power. But a lot of listeners might not know what their niche is. I know personally, 
when I started my podcast, I used that exact question as one of the drivers to why I wanted to start it in the first place, because I don't know what my niche is. I'm into so many different things from scuba diving to, you know, health and gut issues to business to all types of things. But I have found that by going out there, meeting amazing people like yourself and connecting and networking, it helps you get clear on what it is you truly love and what it is you truly like talking about. Do you find that that's a good approach when trying to find the niche? Find out what's your passion, you know, find out what you love to do. And other people will love what you do as well. And will have your same passions and start from there. And then, you know, your, your niche can develop. Uh, It's not that now I only have women following me. I have, you know, men too, because some men, you know, especially in my field, network marketing, they want to see how to approach women. They want to see how to talk to women. So they follow my videos and I inspire people also in thinking big, you know, living in Dubai, I experienced great things just yesterday. I went before yesterday, I went to the movies with with the boys and we had the VIP cinemas with, you know, uh, you know, three Michelin uh, restaurant and as you eat and the whole thing. And I showed it and so many people were like, oh my God, that's awesome. That's amazing. I want to come to Dubai and I, I want to go to the movies like this with my kids. So, you know, I inspire people by, you know, when I go shopping, sometimes I show what I buy and women are like, oh, I love these shoes. This is my goal for 2020. I'm going to be able to buy these shoes. So it's like in different ways, but I, I don't force myself to do it. That's how I live. That's what I, what's how I live now. And I just share it with my, with my people. But another tip, you need to be consistent and you need to persevere. Even if you get only three likes, four likes, even if, uh, you know, you don't have any engagements, you have to keep on doing it over and over again and your time will come and slowly you will grow. At what point do you think that with the whole like steal Instagram becomes more of an unhealthy thing versus something that's healthy um, and, and you're growing your business? Look, if you go back into my post uh, in August, I really got deep into that. I actually took one month off Instagram and Facebook and all social media. I actually deleted the apps because I was realizing that Social media was not working anymore for me. I was working for social media. Uh, my day depended on how many new followers I got or how many, uh, you know, how many likes, if my likes went up or went down. I realized I was even taking more, you know, swimming costume pictures, even though I was doing it. I started for the right reasons, which were, you know, look, we have products that keep you in shape. I have three kids. And I was like, look how amazing our products work. So I started with the right heart and the right reasons. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh my goodness, my bikini picture gets more likes. And, and I can totally imagine why some girls stepped the line. I didn't, but they stepped the line because they realized that uh, that sells more. And, and, and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm a self-made millionaire. I'm 44 years old. I'm a mother of three and I care about the likes and about the followers. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's going the wrong way. I don't like it. So I totally turned it off for one month and then went back online with a whole different approach. And ever since now I'm just using it to serve me and I will never fall into that trap again. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy with your mental health. I mean, it's a tool, but if not used wrong, then it's going to run you. And I know personally, 
in 2019, social media, definitely, I, I had a, a little bit of an unhealthy relationship with it. I had to take a step back as well, uh, just because it's so addicting. I mean, you, you get these cat pictures, yes. and, I, and I love these cats, and I'm sitting there watching all these cats do some stupid stuff. <laughs> and next thing you know, know, it's 1130 at night, and I'm like barely asleep. So, you know, just constantly surrounding yourself with better habits, a, a habit that I found that has helped me sleep tremendously because my mind's always rushing. I'm always thinking, especially at night, right? It's like the one time you don't want to think is I put on an audible out loud. So I'll put on audible mm. and then I'll leave it on for like 45 minutes to an hour and I'll be asleep by 20 minutes in because you just kind of like awesome. focus on one thing and it just, you're off peace. Uh, what do you exactly. do on a daily basis that you think maybe allows you to perform at a much higher level of energy? In my case, yeah, like what, like like what I because I have a natural energy. So um, you know what I can suggest to others to do is uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's cancel this. What What do you mean? Sorry, I don't mean it because you know. Maybe I, maybe, I, maybe let Let's answer this better. What's your daily method of operations? Oh, okay. Okay. So my the when whenever you know when I wake up. I try every two days at least to work out. So I would have a workout routine. I love Pilates and I love uh, Tracy um, Anderson's, uh, like I do my own special exercises. Um, then after that, I would go and have breakfast. Of course, already by then, I already checked my messages. I already checked my mails. I already checked, uh, you know, my WhatsApp messages uh, uh, because I cannot go on with the day and not have a look at what's going on. If something happened during the evening, you know, three hours I had, I have, uh, you know, I had Europe, I, you know, America's 12 hours. So even while as I'm asleep, many people will write me and I have to look at that. Um, I also do my beauty routine, you know, like I love to take care of my skin in the morning. So I have my, my routines every day. I have a healthy breakfast. And after that, it depends, really. You know, there are days that I have, you know, meetings. I have days that I have, like today, for example, you know, we have an interview uh, at 9 a.m. So I didn't work out yet. I didn't. So it really depends because the great thing about network marketing is that we are free. We don't have bosses. So every day can look different. Um, I try to spend quality time with my kids if I'm here. If I'm not here and I travel, I definitely maximize my time by meeting as many people as I can. I'm a person, person, like I love to meet people and be surrounded by people. So like for example, today, uh, after this, I will work out and then I will have breakfast, but then I will go to the beach because I live right in front of the beach and I'll have a training and a meeting there with some girls of my team. And later on at night, um, some people are still visiting from abroad. Uh, I'll go for dinner with some other friends. Uh, my husband is in uh, Las Vegas right now for work. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. You know, but I keep active. Look, I believe if more less you do, more lazy you become. So definitely my only boss in my is my agenda and my agenda is full. That's yeah. for sure. That's so true. The second you stop and you sit down, you're like, oh man, I, all of a sudden I got tired. What's up? You know, it's like if you stay active, if you stay doing stuff, you just keep on doing stuff, right? Obviously a cat nap yes. every now and then is fine for the beauty and fine for the brain, but you know, of course. yeah, but just and, like, and look, don't get me wrong. Um, 
when I meant do not uh, watch Netflix, I don't mean forever. I was talking to the people that don't have, um, they don't have time and they want to change their lives and, and they say they have no time. Now, that, that doesn't mean that later on, once you build a business, you cannot enjoy once in a while a good series and spend some time with your family or sit in front of the TV. Okay, like I just want to be clear with that. But I think there is a time in life that if you want to change something, you will have to sacrifice some things that you like uh, to, to achieve different things in your life. Yeah, absolutely. When I, when I do this podcast, I enjoy going back to this one question because I think it makes everybody just kind of look back at their life like, damn. You know, and, and it goes to that point where say, let's go back to that point where, you know, you're, you're screwed financially, you're a single mom with three kids, you're kind of at your lowest point. What would you have told yourself if you could go back in time and say, whisper to that, that younger version of you that would have saved you a ton of time, stress and headache, you know, maybe one, two or three things that just older you to younger you right now yes. you just would have helped so much. Yeah. What, what do you think you would have told yourself? Well, first of all, I would have told, well, why you didn't go to the first meeting of network marketing when you were invited? Why you waited so long? Because <laughs> we're so skeptical and negative. Why did it take you a year to believe in the profession? Because you listen to all the negative people. So first thing is, you know, believe earlier, uh, take action earlier, stop listening to negative people. And also stop taking personal, uh, you know, attacks and envious people. And, you know, in the beginning, I was very judged by the decision I took. Uh, you know, people lied um, about certain things. And, and obviously, it, it hurt me. And I would go back and say, it's not worth it. Don't care about what people say. Anyway, they will talk about you, good or bad. So just go on with your life and, and think about, uh, that God knows who you really are. Your true friends know who you really are. Your kids know who you really are and go, move on and don't let all of this influence you too much. Yeah, that's easier said than done, but those are fan. That's amazing because if you could just, if you have a one or two or three really good friends and you're so happy, you know, and just being able to focus yeah. on those one, two or three people and being able to speak to them, maybe it's your parents, maybe that one good friend from college. Like you're blessed if you have one or two good people that are going to call you and check on you when you're sick, you know? It's like you don't need to worry about, you know, freaking Jill over there on social telling you that, you know, she ain't into what you went to. But as human exactly. beings, we're so drawn to the negative comments. There's, uh, it's in psychology that it's proven that if there's 11 comments that are 10 being very good, one being very negative, we will focus our entire energy or 90% of it one, on one negative comment. Isn't that crazy? One million percent. It just happened to me. I had an outfit and I put some uh, old shoes uh, that I had on because the jacket had the same crystals of the shoes. And I remember, oh, I have the shoes that have the same crystals. And like everyone's like, oh my goodness, I love your outfit. I love this, I love that. Amazing comments, especially from women, which I love to get comments. You know, you look beautiful. And then one, one woman, right? Oh my goodness, I know these shoes. They're like from five years ago. Why did you use them? Huh? And I'm like, I cannot believe it. And I focus on that. And I'm like, I'm going to answer her. And then I did answer her actually. But it's crazy. I had literally 400 good comments and one negative, and I focus on the negative. So I, I, I still fall for it, 
but uh, then I, I laugh at myself and then I stop thinking about it. But I, I totally agree. I know. Yeah. yeah, don't take life too seriously either because <laughs> you never know yes. what's going to happen. Yeah, so when people think, still think that we are not, you know, we are borderline with being legal or illegal. I mean, a business that you, you know, you have amazing people telling to do, uh, you know, experts like Robert Kiyosaki or Richard Branson. And I still have people telling around, oh, yes, yeah, Stefania makes so much money, but, you know, it's not very legal what she's doing. I'm like, I can't believe it. Oh, my God. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's been, it's very interesting that some people in this world that are absolutely killing it, right? They might have the house, the car, the friends, everything, and it seems like their life is amazing. And it seems like they're good at everything they do that's simply just not true. You know, some people are really good at building a click funnel that's going to convert people into money, right? But they might yeah. suck at tying their shoes. They might suck at cooking. You know, they might suck at little aspects in life. No one is perfect at everything. I'm zero perfect. And, and also, like going back to social media, what you see on social media is not always reality. Of course, I'm going to show you the best moments. Of course, I'm going to show you, you know, the moments that I have my phone when there is the beautiful sunset or there is the beautiful time uh, outside, you know, with the family. But, you know, if I'm, if I'm shouting at my kids, in that moment, I don't have the phone. But... Or, you know, or if I'm in a fight with my husband, in the moment I don't have the phone. But yes, we are all human. We all have our flaws, our faults. Uh, I'm terrible at organizing myself. I'm terrible at booking flights. And, and, you know, if I didn't have my husband, I don't know what I would do. So we all, you know, we all, we all have um, our, up, our ups and downs and we all have uh, realities, uh, bad, and good, bad and good days. But some people somehow they go on social media and they think that that's a reality. It's not. It's not always that. Yeah, I think the, the end goal here is just to achieve happiness, right? And trying to achieve happiness where you're at now. Obviously, maybe your financials might not be right. Maybe your health might not be right. But if you can still find peace in the moment, you know, the fact is, is even when you have all the cash in the world, if you're not, you know, enjoying the nicer house or the whatever if you're not health isn't there none of it really matters so it's like what can we do today to focus on our brains and stay happy in the moment like i just want to wake up every day and be like damn we made it like life is fantastic yes. right? i'm alive i can walk i can see like you know being grateful for for where you are at uh it, when i lost everything um, and I, you know, honestly, like I said, I had to counter the dollars in my pocket to go to the supermarket. Honestly, I still had such a great time with the kids. I still enjoy the walks on the beach, which were for free. I still enjoy the sun. You know, I, I love God. I, I would pray on the beach and I have so much peace and have fun. And, and like you said, go for dinners with friends where everybody brings something. And, you know, I could bake a cake and bring it to from some friend's house so look look today i i am financially free i would say yeah we're doing well financially uh but i i don't think i'm happier now than i used to be when i was broke it's all a question of attitude i'm more free now and money can buy me some experiences that maybe i couldn't have but if you are unhappy inside you will be unhappy even with a big mansion and even uh, with uh, with the beautiful cars i mean look at actors and actresses, some of them commit suicide and they definitely uh, have uh, 
beautiful houses and beautiful cars, but maybe they don't have love, for example. So I don't want to sound too cliche, but money do not buy you happiness. Mm, but love, where can I buy some love? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can buy love. You know, there is the same money can buy you a house, but not a home. Or they can buy you a partner, but not love. Or, you know, like, and it, and it is definitely truth. And I definitely live both worlds. And because of my background, uh, how many rich friends, and I'm talking about mega rich, okay? Like super famous last names and how unhappy they were. Like you have no idea because maybe their parents had no time for them. Maybe their parents kicked them into boarding school. So definitely build a business which is not only for money, 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 machine making, but build a business that is giving back to others, that is helping others as well, which is giving you a purpose beyond the money. The money is going to be a consequence, but build a business really by making others, uh, by helping others as well. And you, you will feel totally fulfilled, much more than just thinking about yourself. I'm so happy you just said that because that's the most powerful thing that was said today. You know, build a business that there's purpose behind it. And then you'll feel like you'll never work a day in your life, right? Yes. Totally. You like the people you work with and doesn't feel like work anymore. You're not working. You're living. No. You know, find an ebb, sign something that makes you feel like living. And you know how sometimes people say, you know, you should turn your you know, hobby into a career. Yeah, that, you got to be careful with that as well. Because sometimes yes. a hobby is a hobby, but once it's a career, it takes the fun out of it. And for example, yes. I used to clean and uh, I used to have a fish tank cleaning business when I was like 14, 15, oh. 16. I'm wow. obsessed with aquariums to this day. I love coral reefs and all that stuff. But when I was sitting there cleaning people's dirty ass tanks in Choi, New York, you know, they call it the toilet back then. There is some ratchet stuff there that was like, you know what? I don't know if I like this this much. <laughs> You know, in general, you know, you should just keep the hobbies, the hobbies, find a business sure. that you actually like to do. And, and let's be real. Every, no business is perfect in euphoria and fantastic. Like, for example, you know, we're both involved in direct sales. I've been involved with a tech startup for quite some time and in traditional businesses as well, just like yourself. You know, there's ups and downs in every business. You know, there's ups in network marketing, there's ups in traditional business, but there's huge downs okay. everywhere you look. You know, in that nine to five, in that typical thing, you might be capped at a certain income. You might be surrounded by toxic people. You might be surrounded by things or jobs that make you do stuff. Same with direct sales. You got to encourage yourself to do stuff with this podcast. If I don't make myself reach out to individuals, schedule times, it doesn't sure. happen. You know, you got to be self-driven. You got to look for something that makes you happy because everything's work. But if you're getting a cool outcome out of it, it doesn't feel like work, you know? Yes. And you said also something very good. Um, another problem that I see people don't have um, uh, discipline uh, when they don't have a boss in telling them what to do. Um, and you, if you want to change your life, you need to be self-driven and find your own discipline, find your why and to, you know, to do things. Um, if my, everybody in my team would have a boss that they would have to report to and work at least one hour a day, they would be much bigger. But so many people procrastinate. So many people don't take action. Uh, and so, like you, you, you know, you, you, you reached out to me after you saw the Las Vegas event. Uh, but you know, you, you, you needed to do it. Nobody forced you to do it. You did it. And the same thing is me. I wake up in the morning. I make the phone calls. I could lie down all day at the beach and do nothing at the point I arrived. But then my purpose will be over. I want to empower and help 
people to find their, you know, their dreams and their, uh, their, their goals to fulfill their goals. So I need to take actions for that um, yeah. without being pushed, but I have self-discipline. Amen. I love it. And first of all, I love your accent. I just think that when you start speaking, it's like, oh, yep, you just got me in a trance. There it is. The Italian's coming out. I know. I should speak so much better. I lived in the States like for 10 years and yet I still have such a heavy accent. It's crazy. <laughs> so, so I know you're busy. I know you got stuff to do, but this, yeah. is a, this is a trailblazer. And this is really, what would you say to that person that right now maybe is working, you know, full-time at their job, doesn't really feel like their passion, and they got something that they want to turn into their full-time, you know, entrepreneurial career. There's some sort of business they're thinking of starting, but something's holding them back. You know, what would you say to that person that's right on the edge of jumping into entrepreneurship for the first time? Do it. Do it. Do it. Don't be afraid. If you're, you're going to, you know, you don't want to live with regrets for the rest of your life, try it. Worst case scenario, you're going to try again and again and again. But don't live with regrets. Don't stop believing in your dreams. You have to do it. Everyone was against my decisions when I started my career. But I'm glad that I didn't listen to the negative people, but I listened to my heart. Just do it. Listen to your heart. Stefania, how can the people continue getting more Stefania in their life? Where can they follow you and whatnot? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram and Hopefully now my TikTok is, uh, I mean, I am, I'm also on TikTok with Stefania Logato, always use my name. And uh, yeah, my, my, that's it because honestly, I'm also Facebook, but I'm, I'm hardly not there anymore. I have some groups which I use for the business, but the rest is really uh, Instagram right now. There it is. And definitely next time you and the hubby are out in Los Angeles. I'm looking forward yes. to that brunch. It's going to be a good time. We will for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Well, thank, thank you so much for jumping so on. Much. And for everyone thank that's you. listening, let's go crush this week, crush the day, make these dreams come true. And with that said, I think we're good. Thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes. And remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time, peace.